the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you today to today's episode 33 of Say What, where we're going to be talking about um, the threats to our children in the public school system, including the power of parents as a political force to effect positive change. That's right, George. We call it parent power. Woo! And it's been on full display recently in Virginia and across the country. Hallelujah. Amen to that. Um, our listeners have no doubt learned of the political earthquake that happened in Virginia last Tuesday. Um, Glenn Youngkin, a Republican, in fact, he comes from a, a private equity background. He doesn't have any prior experience in politics at all, mm-hmm. uh, took down the veteran Democrat Terry McAuliffe in the governor's race. And this mostly, George, in a blue state. In fact, I looked it up. Uh, Since the Republican Party was instituted in the 1850s, Democrats have controlled the gubernatorial office in that state 75% of the time. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Wow. And this was a state that President Biden carried by 10 points in 2020. So just, you know, a year before this most recent election. And yet, Glenn Youngkin was able to uh, pull it out for a win. Mm-hmm. And even more telling, in races across the country, regular citizens upset about critical race theory and other woke ideologies successfully flip school board elections across the country. And I think you looked into that. You have some evidence of some of those school boards. Oh, yeah. I mean, last week was such a good week all across. Yeah, and, and what's nice, Mark, maybe we need to point this out, is that this is an off-cycle right. election. Yep. And so people look at this, strategists from both sides of the aisle look at this, and they're like, hmm, course correction maybe? Um, Hopefully it is course correction. Of course, the off-cycle elections, they usually don't get the traction on the ground from the voters that an on-cycle election do. So the results of this are even more stunning mm-hmm. because of that. And not just for the governor's office, but even the lieutenant governor. Uh, Republicans won all the statewide elections. Uh, Governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, and reclaimed control of the House delegates. 
this woman, I'd never heard of her, her before. I don't, I don't know if you had. Her name mm-hmm. is Winsome Sears, and, and indeed she is winsome. Uh, this woman, uh, she's black. She was born in Jamaica, a Marine veteran, vice president of the Virginia Board of Education. And I listened to her acceptance speech, and it was amazing, George. I think this woman has a very bright political future. Wow. Yeah, I had no clue about her either, and it, it was just so surprising in a good way uh, to, to listen to these people's acceptance speech, even Glenn Yonkin's. It, it was amazing. So the question is, what happened? You know, what what caused this earthquake to happen in Virginia and indeed across the country? And of course, th- the answer is parents. Parents got involved, and it made an enormous difference. Like Biden in, in 2020, as recently as late, uh, late August, McAuliffe was leading his opponent by 10 points. But something happened, George. There was a final debate between these two candidates, and that happened on September the 28th. And during that debate, uh, Terry McAuliffe expressed his frustration with parents of school-aged children and very carelessly blurted out this famous <laughs> statement that went viral. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Wow. Say what? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think if there was any moment to mark his gubernatorial defeat, this was it. This was the moment that that happened. His remark went viral, firing up an already exercised parent electorate. And this was all, after all, Loudoun County country, mm-hmm. right? So this was the focus of parent protest uh, over obtuse school boards, which led in turn to calls of domestic terrorism by the National School Board Association followed by the weaponization against moms and dads uh, from the Biden administration and its Department of Justice. And, and you know, Mark, I was um, watching, I, I follow Corey DeAngelis, yeah. who's a very big uh, school choice advocate. And after he made that statement in that final debate, he started putting out polls for what do Republicans, independents versus Democrats believe that, you know, parents should or should not have control of, of what is taught in the public school system. And, um, you could see that Republicans and independents were, were way over to, Oh yes, of course parents should have. Um, and then he started doing polls, you know, on, uh, or just posting polls that were being done in Virginia, and you could see the tide starting to swing. Day after day after day, people were catching on to what McAuliffe was all about, and they just weren't going to have it. I, I mean, think about the statement itself, George. Parents shouldn't have any control over what schools teach. It was carelessly made, but that is what the man believes. And mm-hmm. not only him, but so many people in the, in the Democratic Party, it's just taken as an article of faith that, no, the, the state schools are responsible for inculcating whatever values that they believe in, whatever curriculums that they come up with, and parents should have no control in, in this process. So it's astonishing to... You and I, and many of our listeners, but the fact that it came out in Virginia in such an important election uh, worked out very well for us. Definitely, definitely. And, and I also think that, 
you know, you mentioned that, you know, he, he honestly believes this because if he didn't, there would be some kind of like profuse apology statement. Never came out. No, it didn't. No, he, he thought it was going to go away. And yeah. of course it didn't. And then, as we all know, he backtracked, you know, he, he made a real attempt in the remaining days of the election to course correct and say, oh, no, parents should be involved. I'm all for parents in, in, in the educational process. But it was too late. It was too late, George. And Youngkin's victory shocked leftist pundits across all the major news networks. You know, let's just cite a few example, examples. Brian Stelter on CNN said the terms parents' rights and critical race theory have become little more than a slogan or a catch-all phrase, Mm. which means he doesn't really believe in them. He thinks it's just a tool that Republicans and conservatives are using to win elections. Similarly, Joy Reid from MSNBC said, when the top issue is called education, the top issue is really race. Hey, that's amazing. So she took a genuine issue, something that people really believed in, and flipped it over, and and she's accusing parents of being racist because they're concerned about education. Or Nicole Wallace of MSNBC, who said that CRT, that's not real. (laughs) I can't believe that they would make such statements. I can only presume that they they believe this, George. Uh, they live in their own echo chamber. They don't. They haven't investigated this. I mean, at POK, we have ample evidence that CRT is being taught across school districts across the nation. There, there is absolutely no doubt at all that this curriculum is being taught across the country. Van Jones, similarly from CNN, said. CRT concerns amount to racial dog whistling. Well, here's another thing that Van Jones said, and this one was crazy. Um, He said, my point is that playing on racial fears by demagoguing CRT furthers dangerous aspects of Trumpism just in friendlier form. Uh, Never miss an opportunity to bring Trump into the election. And he also said that it's the same disease, but spreads a lot faster and can get a lot more places. Mm-hmm. And there it is. people caught on. They're like, what do you mean by same disease? Um, and he then backtracked and he says, well, I, I did not mean to imply that human beings, i.e. parents, are the disease. Yes. So parents, there is, there is this weird ugly, evil, concerted effort to push parents out of the picture. There's no question about it. Fortunately, in Virginia, uh, parents rebelled against these ideas and and these beliefs and uh, made a a very profound statement, uh, not only to Virginia, but to the rest of the country. Maybe the most uh, astounding statement was made by Stephanie Cutter of MSNBC, who warned ominously of future defeats if Democrats couldn't quickly turn perceptions around and pronounce themselves the party of the parents. 
We have this video. We don't have it to play for our audience, but she did make this statement. Can you believe that? The DNC is the party of parents. So so she said, here, here's the quote that I got. It says, the one thing that we need to make sure of is that Republicans in 2022 don't become the party of parents. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's absolutely astonishing uh, because I... I think they see it. I mean, they're they're strategic enough, right? And for them, everything is about messaging and getting you know the the right words out there that would attract votes, even though they don't mean it. That's right. And so here here's one thing that I took away from that, because if Democrat strategists are starting to see that parents are consistently siding with one party, mm-hmm. and that all of these parent groups that over the last three to four years have sprung up all across the nation. Guess what's going to happen? These parent groups are going to start to vet candidates, endorse candidates. These candidates are going to proudly put their parent group names on the list of you know endorsements that they publish. It's already starting. And here's what I predict, Mark. I predict that the Democrats are going to try and do a counterattack to this parent movement that, that's really a grassroots movement. Because most parents, just like like you and me, we started in this. We've never been involved in in the political arena. Um, And I think that the Democrats are going to somehow fund a counter-parent movement where they're going to create hundreds, if not thousands, of parent groups all across the country to be able to use their names on their endorsement lists. Come 2022. I wouldn't be surprised, but that would be so transparently insincere because they haven't shown any indication of being on the side of parents or their concerns in decades. In fact, George, as you know, POK is not aligned with any political party or particular political agenda. But neither are we blind to the stark differences between the parties of where they land on issues that parents care about. And the Democratic Party has been responsible, unfortunately, for virtually everything parents of school-age children are reacting against, including the most recent election in Virginia, and especially the cult of wokeness invading our our public schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can go down the list. Sex and gender theory, indoctrination. These are democratic platforms. Critical race theory, historical revisionism, co-ed school bathrooms. These are statutes and states all promulgated by the DNC. Anti-parent teachers unions. Mm-hmm. Who are the teachers unions aligned with? The Republican Party or the, or the Democratic Party? It's a rhetorical question. Absence of school choice and vouchers. Uh, uh, programs across the country. Who is against school choice and vouchers? The unions. It's the unions and always the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. Um, Education statutes designed to keep parents in the dark about what their kids are learning in the school system. Obtuse school boards that we've seen across the country. Who are the people who are rebelling, uh, resisting parents' legitimate concerns? It doesn't tend to be conservatives or Republicans. And even the end of merit-based grading. In fact, I read in the paper yesterday, there's an Arizona uh, professor who is saying he's not going to grade on merit anymore. Uh, This is an outdated um, uh, (laughs) cis-heteropatriarchal form of grading. And grading should be based on, well, how did the student feel 
about what they were learning. Did they get as much as they could get out of the out of the curriculum? And the grade will be based on these kind of subjective nebulous factors. Mm-hmm. These are democratic uh, platforms. And finally, George, force vaccines uh, yeah. children uh, in in our public school system to even attend not only public school but but private school. These are. All of these had been have all of these programs have been advanced by one political party, and it's not the Republicans. And you know what? The other silver lining from Virginia is not just that that parents, you know, and parents are are taking their rightful authority back. But when you look at the demographics of those parents, they're all over the place. They, they really are. And that's really good news. It, it's great news. One of the interesting things here, and by the way, um, we're not a shrill for the Republican Party. Uh, they, we have to monitor both political parties and even the independents to make sure yep. that they are uh, accountable to uh, parent concerns for their children in the public school system. Uh, the Republicans are not guaranteed allies of, of, of parents, so both parties need to be held accountable. But in, in New York, one of the things that, or excuse me, the New York Times pointed out th- that one of the things that's happening is that they're accusing the GOP of mounting a culture war to win some of these races, namely the one in Virginia. And uh, the Wall Street Journal carried an article uh, written by William McGurn, and he, he said something that, that's very interesting. I'd like to quote it. Uh, he said, implicit in accusations of the Republican culture wars but by the DNC is that some uncouth person, probably motivated by hate, is raising an issue that American liberals have deemed beyond discussion <clears throat> Excuse me, in polite society, whether it's abortion public school curriculums, guns, crime, or something else. So instead of honest political debate, we get what we saw in Virginia, Mr. McAuliffe's claim about Mr. Yunkin's, quote, racist dog whistles. Mm -hmm. The Lincoln Project sending phony white supremacists to smear Mr. Yunkin, or an MSNBC commentator explaining that the election of Winsome Sears, an African-American woman, as lieutenant governor is somehow a victory for white supremacy. Yeah, the, those got really, really, really ugly. Um, and I, I saw, for example, about Winsome Sears, an MSNBC guest was saying, there was a black mouth moving but a white idea running on the runway. It's unbelievable. How racist is that? It, it's pure racism. There's, there's no other way to put it. So, you know, George, I, I think it's past time that Americans know what the DNC stands for, mm-hmm. how they view parental rights and react accordingly. But if there's any good news, it's that Virginia has proven that it indeed can happen. Uh, parents opposed to McAuliffe and his DNC ideals proved that they were willing to cross party, racial, and economic lines to protect our kids. In fact, here's an astounding uh, statistics. 54% of Hispanic voters backed Yunkin in this race. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. So that had never happened before, uh, to my knowledge. 
Um, a group of non-Republican suburban moms told CNN why they voted for Republican Glenn Youngkin instead of the Democratic candidate Terry McAuliffe. Um, and this was on the Daily Wire. Uh, here's parent uh, Kay Grenwell. This is a direct quote. Not a Republican. This is the first year in my life that I've ever put a yard sign out for a candidate, and I did it this year. I've never done that before. Parents were very angry during school closures at the teachers at, at the teachers' unions. And for me, the nail in the coffin was on McAuliffe's last day of campaigning. He brought the head of the teachers' union to his rally, and she spoke, and it was like someone just poked me right in the eye and said, you think you want to have a say in your education? Well, you're not going to. Woohoo! We got a woke person. Yeah, we do. Well, I think this is a very kind of indicative of the reaction we see from almost all parents that end up going to a school board meeting, that end up coming to one of our conferences, and they have this huge aha moment. And and once they they see this, they see it for what it is poking me in the eye yeah um you're 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 trying to do something to take away my rightful god-given authority over my children you know george as you know we've put on conferences all across uh, mostly the state of california but but across the country as well and typically uh there will always be a number of people that come into our conferences very skeptical about what we're going to be presenting they want hard and fast evidence that comprehensive sex ed, you know, sex and gender theory are being taught in the public schools, along with CRT. The, the history books are re, being rewritten. And we, when we provide hard evidence that it is actually happening to a person, they are aghast. They can't mm-hmm. believe it. And they are changed people when they walk out of one of those conferences. So, so Mark, here is one one of the first thoughts we started off with, and I know we got just a couple minutes left, um, but we we talked about this Virginia race being an off cycle mm. race and it being an indicator of where the country might be going. I want to read for you a quote that Kamala Harris put out, and she said this quote: "What happens in Virginia will, in large part, determine." what happens in 2022, 2024, and so on, end quote. What do you think about that? Uh, From her lips to God's ears. Uh, May it happen. I hope that's a prophetic statement. Uh, Wouldn't that be wonderful? And George, I think it's too soon to make any hard and fast predictions, but parents justifiably upset about the threats to their children from public schools are now suddenly a very powerful political force. One that hopefully will play very loudly in the 2022 midterms. Virginia has shown that if parents can unite, they can win. So we're calling on all parents, unite. Parent power. Stay involved. So we are a year, less than a year out now from the 2022 midterm cycle. We, at the national level, we're going to have... What, the entire House of Representatives and a third of the Senate? That's right. But then at the state level, every state, depending on what cycle they are in their gubernatorial races here in California, we're going to have 
uh, our own race. But at the local level, parents, this is the time to transform those parent groups you've been meeting with in not just places where you can come and, and share your frustrations, but in doing something about it. So I would encourage parents from now to start vetting school board candidates, to start finding some that can run um, and that can support the parent platform. Um, and this is the time. you you got to take time from now. It takes time. Don't start this process too late. We're 11 months out. Start it now. It can be done. And, yes. Uh, Virginia has proven that when parents unite, great things happen. Power to the parents from uh, Say What? Mark and George signing off. See you next week. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsshow.org. That's info at protectourkidsshow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.